Well, hello, Fred. How are you today? Doing well. Doing well. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm, uh, you know, getting ready for Thanksgiving. Yes, my favorite holiday. It is upon us. Two days away. It is, and I, I don't want to take your shine. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to hold off on putting up this Christmas tree. I hope and you hold on because I know I'm supposed to do a drive-through at your house, and if I pull up and see this tree through the window, I might just keep going. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would be in the window making sure I'm eating less as, as you go my way, but like, oh, friend, these yams is delicious. <laughs> but no, nah, I'm going to try my best. I'm really trying to ride this thing out, you know, and um, wait. At least until I'm even everybody willing leaves. to help you. Right. I was going to say, I'm even willing to help you after dinner. Like, just get through the dinner part. Get through the dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make get it through free. the dinner. <laughs> I'm going to make it through the dinner. I, I am. Okay. So. okay. I, I might bring the decorations upstairs, though, so I can look at them. That way they're in my okay. face. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Just in the room, but still in the box. Okay. I feel you. Yeah. But you know, uh, Thanksgiving is coming up. I I like Thanksgiving. It's always a good time. I love spending time with uh friend and family, uninterrupted, fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, always a good time. Always a good time. I have a question, friend. Okay. Now, when you go to Thanksgiving dinners, yep. and you've been invited to the dinner, and let's say it's a potluck dinner. Okay. <laughs> Is there, do you feel like there's a requirement to know who made what? Um, okay. <laughs> As you know, I am single, so I get invited to multiple tables because yep. I am single. And I feel like, for the most part, whoever I'm, whoever house I'm going to, for the most part, they fixed everything, but if I get there and something looks a little suspicious, <laughs> I will ask because I'm a picky eater, and I know I I don't want to put it on my plate and be like, oh yeah, no. So I will have questions just because I know how I eat. But if I'm at somebody's house in general, I'm assuming that whoever invited me because they've been talk I've been talking to them that they're for the most part the cook, so I I've know them. <clears throat> I feel like for me, when it's a a potluck thing and you got to bring a dish, I feel like if I don't know who brought anything, then I'm going to have a problem because I'm going to just go to my friend and be like, okay, so what you make? Yeah. yeah, If it's a pot, okay. Like a potluck type of vibe, right. Potluck and I don't, okay. (laughs) Say it's a potluck and I don't know most of the people there, then I'm probably not going to eat that much because I don't know these people and I don't know what what you got going on but I will show up because I was invited and I'm going to be nice but I'm going to eat very small portions because I need to know what's (laughs) going on you know I used to be horrible back in the day when you go like to other people Thanksgiving and I would survey the room like "Mm, I got about four more dinners lined up so I'm going to just go with bread here I'm going to just go with bread because you're like oh okay I got all these dinners lined up and 
everybody is expecting you to eat at their house. Like they do. Okay, even though you tell them, like you know, you're not the only house I'm attending today. I got several. Like, what time is your dinner? Because I got a couple lined up here. So yeah, fit it in the schedule. But yeah, see, and then for like that, that's gonna be my to go because I'm yeah. probably not gonna eat this. Let me go ahead and fix that to go. And, you know uh, what? I wouldn't even be mad at it. If 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 you came over here and my house was the to go, I would be okay with it. Cause I get that, you know, like so, like, but like I knew certain houses I had to hit before I had children. <laughs> I knew mm-hmm. certain houses I was going to. My grandma for sure. I'm gonna eat. Like I'm gonna eat for real. So right. I'm gonna. You know, be there on time. I want to get in on the prayer. Let's bless this food. <laughs> right. Let's eat. You know, yeah, there from the beginning, <laughs> you are stop number one. Stop right. Times. What times you got going? What time you going? Okay. Because okay. <laughs> like, if she was gonna take a little time and I had to go to somebody else's house, I'm like, mm, okay, let me see. You you can't mess up on bread, so let me go and get a roll. I got a couple more dinners to go to, but I'll take this roll. You wanted to go play? Nah, I'm straight. Just came through. You invited me. Yeah, and see, and for me, <laughs> growing up, or, like, back in the day, it's a little different now, but back in the day, my main, like, where I'm going to eat, eat, yeah. was going to be last, because those people be on serious CP time. They, like, everybody, it, the whole family be on serious CP. So I know I got time. The and whole family. I get there, yeah, the whole family, like, everybody, from the adults to the kids, everybody be on CP time. So you already know, whatever time you get there, they still waiting on one more thing. So you get yep. You know what I'm saying? So you good. When you get there, everything gonna be together. And so you can go ahead and make them other stops, but you can let them know, ooh, I got a couple more houses to go to, so I'm gonna eat real light, or I'm gonna take this to go, or I'm just gonna grab this one thing, because you invited me, I'm just rolling through. Yep. I'll take a roll to go. I like to save the good houses, like you said, like like when I was younger, my best friend, I go over her house, so her mama, oh my God, shout out to her. Like, if I was in Memphis, I know where I would be. I would be so ready. Like, oh, I'm going to take this to go. Or I'm going to space it out. <laughs> like, I'll eat at my grandma's. Everywhere else I go, I'm not going to eat. And then I'll get right. back over there and be That could be that first house and then that last house. <laughs> yeah. Between, y'all ain't going to get that much. Oh, God, I'll take the roll. Thank you for the roll. Happy <laughs> Thanksgiving, family. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, no, like. I always like to know, you know, people's traditions for Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving looks so different for everyone. And I just the best part of Thanksgiving for me is when you get to go around the table. If if your family does this, I didn't start it until I seen it on the movie. So, <laughs> you know, and you say what you thankful for. And it's always cool to hear what the kids got to say, because, you know, they always going to say something. I'm thankful for these yams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. We never did that in, growing up. But I did see it on a couple movies. Yeah, I have seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll be waiting to see what my boy is going to say. What you thankful for, son? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas around the corner. You all know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but nah, so let's start our show off. Uh, since it is going to come out um, right before Thanksgiving, I am thankful for uh, all our listeners, like, for this podcast i'm thankful that you guys tune in because obviously we're saying something you like keep coming back so i'm thankful for the opportunity so uh for y'all listening to us so thank y'all that's what i'm thankful for what are you thankful for friend i am thankful for the people in my life you know you get you as you get older you get some uh 
interesting character. Some people come, some people go, but I am so thankful for all the people that are in my life, the new ones and the ones that's been rocking with me since day one. Yep. Yep. So we wanted to say what we're thankful for. You know, we're always thankful for friends, family, and all of those things. But we're thankful for you guys as well. So thank y'all for listening to us and rocking with us. And I hope all of your Thanksgivings are great. And if you want to send us pictures of your food, please do, because I will look. For sure. <laughs> might have to put you on the list. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What you might go? Can you ship I that? How long you think? Address. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, days you think it'll get to this here in Michigan? What's the shelf life? Can you need me to send it with a little ice pack or something? What we right. need? What you need from me? What you need from me? <laughs> All right, friend. Let's jump into this show topic this week. Uh, it is right. review week. Love review, review week. Review week. We are reviewing the patient on the Hulu. Patient. A little ten episode series from twenty twenty two. So a light time some. 10 episodes is not light. Like. <laughs> <laughs> ten, like 10 episodes. Here we go with this after hours recording. Here we go. Uh, but no, um, who, the patient, okay, let's go through the characters. Um, all right, all right. We got Sam. Sam is the patient slash serial killer. You will know why. Actually, he is Sam slash, uh, what was his original name? I don't remember. Gary or something. It was something though. <laughs> you got to do a background check on your patients. But we going ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we have Alan, the therapist slash also a patient. Mm-hmm. At least I saw him, but I'll tell you why when we get into it. Ezra, Alan's son. Beth, Alan's wife. Shoshana, which is a fun name. Shoshana. <laughs> Shoshana. <laughs> Alan's daughter, uh, Candace, Sam's mother, which is uh, the serial killer slash patient, and Charlie, Alan's ghost therapist. Okay. All right. So the patient is basically about a young man that's going through a rough patch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought if I saw it, it started off a little <laughs> different. It's sound more intriguing, you know. It's a, uh, uh, a pay, a young man going through a rough patch, and um, he went to his therapist to seek help to stop him from continuing to indulge in his rough patch. And what is that rough patch, you may ask? He has uh, a problem. Hold on, side note. Oh, okay. okay. There will be some um, spoilers if you haven't Lots watched it. FYI. So if you haven't watched and you want to watch, pause it here, go watch, and come back. Yep. All right. right. Thanks, friend. No problem. So what was his uh, situation, you ask? It was killing people. He just had a little bit of a problem killing people that he... Control that urge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They told him what to do. He said, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. He uh, (laughs) he definitely had a little problem with this because his reasoning was real crazy to me. Like, why they gotta die? Like, well, I gotta die though. I gotta I die got, though. <laughs> I got a confession. I got a confession. <laughs> when um when I found out that this this man's real issue after he kidnapped the doctor and we took him to his house, but we'll get to that. I just sat there in my head and I thought about I don't know why, but I thought about like people in work. 
like if you think about random people you have worked with at any job in your life Mm-hmm. I will I will be sitting there like, oh, are you are you like the patient? Like, cause I don't know if I say this to you because it's true. Like you do suck today. Um, Prince, I know. Yes. I have worked with some people <laughs> who I have actually had this conversation with <laughs> where I have told them, yo, bro, I see that you be going through some stuff. If you ever feel some type of feel way, the urge. Please call me and tell me to stay at home that day. I will listen. I will listen to you. If you feel like you got to come up here and you just can't take it no more, Ugh. let me know. Just let me know. I don't involve me. I don't need to be. I don't need to be a witness to it. None right. of that. You could hey, call me because I didn't see. And I be real friends with them. Like, no, nah, we gonna be cool. Me and you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Be cool. We. <laughs> if our people. Now, everybody else is acting crazy with you. Nah, you and me. We. Hey, I see you. I I see you. If I, I I'm not trying to die. If I peep like a Sam personality type of vibe with a coworker at any job, like we're friends because I feel like if something go down, like you can't do nothing to me because I spoke to you every day. I said you had on a nice outfit, nice shoes. Look how intelligent you are today. Like I don't care. We we spare my life. Please, please <laughs> let me know that you're feeling some type of way and I need to stay at the crib. All right, so for this series, it it started off hot. Like I was, I mean, the way it started, I was like, "Oh shit, this this is what we doing?" Like it had my attention instantly. Like, oh, okay. All right, friend, go ahead, hit us. Walk us into that. Okay, so it starts with uh, Alan waking up, chained to the floor. Like that's thing one. Damn, Here, here it is. So he wakes up, chained to this floor. And he don't know how he got there. He don't know what happened. He don't know who put him there. <laughs> he wake up, see his foot cream and his pills on the side of his bed, and he changed to the floor. And uh, in walks, I can't remember what his the dude, how he introduced himself to Alan, but I want to say his name was like Gary or something. I don't remember. But I he, it up. And he's like, uh, so, you know, what's going on? What happened? I don't, what are we doing? And he's like, look, I couldn't, I couldn't be myself. Went in your office. I couldn't tell you who I was, so I felt like in I needed a different environment. But I needed you to be here because if I told you who I am outside of this type of environment, you was gonna call the police, and I couldn't let that happen. So <laughs> I thought I'd bring you here, and we could have some intense one-on-one therapy without all those other patients interrupting us. Yeah, he had he needed a live-in therapist. Not to mention that, that he didn't even have a room ready for my man. He kind of moved him in in the lower level, which in Michigan would be probably considered a basement, but in other areas it's just the lower level. And he was down there with the furnace. He just put a bed down there and a chair. A chair yeah. for him to sit in, a chair. I mean, this whole thing, it was just like it's like he woke up and now you just got kidnapped because you happened to be good at your job and you was trying to help this man break through. And you know what the funny part is? And what was funny to me, it's probably not funny, but what was funny to me is he told him, he was like, you know what? I um, went to like three other therapists before I chose you. I chose you <laughs> to be my therapist. I went, to, what he said, I went to two other Jewish therapists or three other. I'm like, for real? <laughs> Like I was chosen? Yeah. No, thank you for that. But anyway, so he wakes up and he tells him, like, um, 
Yeah, I w- what I told you when we in the um, oh, in your office. Just quick, I figured out Gene. It was Gene. Gene. Okay, Gene. Yep. Yes. Because yes. Alan in there like Gene. You know what's going on? He like, oh, by the way, my name is Sam. Um. <laughs> so yeah, let's <laughs> let's get honest since we're in this environment. My name yep. is actually Sam and um, not Gene. And the fact that he was showing up to the original therapy sessions in um, dark glasses and a hat was a little suspicious for me. I probably would have tried to figure out a way to get out of this because why you don't want me to know who you are. But Alan, he he went to school for this, so he knew better. So he wakes up in the um, basement, Mm -hmm. chained to this, like I said, chained to the floor. And Sam tells him, that um, he needs he need help. He need help with his real issue. Like he couldn't tell him what it was in that environment but I like to kill people and um, <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore so I need you to help me figure out how to make that stop. And he had a guy that he was uh, that he felt needed to die. And he was, it was trying to uh, boss. not. No, it was before the boss. It was uh, oh, okay. the dude at the he had he was a um, um, what, oh, that like uh, it was it was yeah, some was like one of his peers or something, wasn't it? Like one of his. No, he he worked at a um, he was a restaurant tour. Well, he went to the restaurant and basic. What do they call him? A critic, food critic. No, the people that uh come in and see how clean your restaurants are. Oh, an inspector, isn't it? Like an yeah, inspector? yeah, he was an inspector. Yes, and he had went to this restaurant. And inspected it, and um, oh yeah, he was like, "Okay, this isn't up to where it needs to be. It's not up to the standards." And so the guy tried to bribe him. Yep. He felt like he was trying to bribe him, and he was offended by that. Like, how dare you? You know, this is my job. I take this seriously. How dare you try to bribe me? And um, he went, he left, and when he got back to his office, his boss sent him back. So basically, the dude, he wasn't. Sam didn't allow him to bribe him, but dude went above him and bribed his boss. So his boss sent him back to do another um, inspection. inspection. Yeah. So he was mad about that. Like, oh, how dare you? And he felt like he was, dude was talking down to him and treating him a certain way because, like, I know how the game is played. You don't. So uh, Sam felt like he needed to die for that. Like, no, nah, you went around me to get what you wanted. Now you need to die. And he was trying to get Alan to help him not kill this man. Well, here's the thing about that <laughs> with uh, Sam. Um, you didn't. You wanted to be honest at work, and I understand it. We got some real uh, sticklers at some jobs where you kind of feel like, like McDonald's. We mentioned this before with the ketchup situation. Like you got some people that give you a whole bag full of ketchup, and then you got some people that give you one. Right. For the whole box. But those extra people that step into those roles, that's what Sam was. It seemed like he was like one of those super cop workers that we talked about. <laughs> you know what I mean? It seemed like he I was like, uh, I'm going to do the right thing. I don't want your dollars. And now you insulted me. Not to mention he's crazy. I ain't saying he, yeah, you know, he definitely was crazy. I don't know if I would call him a super cop because I, would feel, I feel like a super cop is you're doing too much. Like, Sam wasn't really trying to do too much. He was just trying to do his job, and he felt like if you did anything outside of that, now you done made me mad, and when I get mad, I want you to die. But see, this is the thing. I will kill you. 
he 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 was just trying to do his job fair, but then he he was upset after his manager <laughs> obviously was like, okay, I'm gonna take this bribe. And at that point, like I wouldn't have cared if I worked at this place because no, I, I didn't say do it. But in his head, it was like, well, you went above me, like you said, on top of the fact that and now you're trying to make me do something that's not right, so you need to die. That was his. I don't think it process. was because I like the first kill. I don't think he wanted him to die because he felt like it wasn't right. But he felt like dude when dude went above him. Yeah. Now, now you want to talk shit because you feel like uh, Sam is nobody. You nobody. Oh, like, made him feel less than. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, I like. Okay, you don't want to take this money, but somebody above you will, and they're gonna make you do what I wanted you to do in the first place. And now I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. That's a very valid point because um, I I think you are right because he all of those scenarios, these people made him feel less than, including you know his dad. All these people made him feel less than, and um, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's how yeah. he dealt with it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but this is okay. So the part for me was when the mama came into the picture, like Sam's mama came downstairs and checked on uh, uh Alan, and he she was looking. She didn't, she didn't want, want to. to. No, he was. He heard her upstairs. He heard like, her upstairs. Oh, somebody in the house. Maybe I can get some help. Was his thought process? Yeah, and right. And then she house. came down there like I'm a. Yeah. I actually, I'm an accomplice. So hey, what's <laughs> right. up? I knew right, he was here. My son, um, yeah. So uh, I don't have a key. So why don't you go ahead and help him um, through this issue that he's having? Because they was acting like it was nothing. Like was it just, was nothing. <laughs> like like you ain't just kidnapped somebody, and um, your problem was it killing. But yeah, because the mama, she was a whole problem for me too. Because how yeah. you just upstairs and you okay with this? I'm not, I'm not gonna turn my son in. Why not? Your son is crazy. That's unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> that's how she said it. Like it was, she was like, "That's an unreasonable." She, she like, say that, but baby. that's the vibe I got. Like uh, that's not gonna happen. You're just gonna have to live here. This is your new home. And then the part that tripped me out about Alan was that you know, like even though he was the therapist, and then at some point, you know, he started going to his ghost therapist, Charlie. <laughs> in his head and uh, he's having therapy sessions in his head about his issues with his son with his daughter's memories with, well it turned into memories at the end but in the beginning like he was getting therapy to help him be a better therapist to the killer that he was really trying to help yeah because I think that he thought that if he helped this I don't know how but if he I, I don't know thought if he helped this young man through his issue, that eventually he would get, at the beginning, he felt like he would be able to get home to his family. But how? I don't know because how. Dude, dude did not want to go to jail. And mm -mm. no matter what, you was going to have to go to jail. If he, However that panned home. out. Yeah. How, however it panned out. He was definitely going to end up locked up. Just like when he put the, like he, but he was smart though. I'm not going to say he wasn't smart. Like when he said, you know, Jewish people, we, we have to, you have to have a body because it's okay, important for us. We got to get there. Okay. Because like, okay. So Sam felt like um, the young man that had talked down to him needed to die, but he was trying to get Alan to talk him 
down or help him mm-hmm. through this. So um, Alan told him, you know, you need to just like go to work, go to work, do what you need to do. And um, if you need me, just call, call back and we can talk through your issues, but you need to try to slow, live your life. Like get that off your mind. Don't think about that so much. So he goes to work and he's like, I can't stop thinking about it. I have to kill him. I got to kill him right now. Like this is the only option. So instead of killing him, he decided to kidnap him too. I only kidnap you and bring you back to the house. Nobody ever saw you kidnapping people, throwing them in the back of your truck and bringing them to your house, but okay. So he brought them back to the house and um, locked him in, I think it was the bathroom, either the bathroom or his bedroom. I don't know, one of them doors. He locked them in the, it was like the furnace. It was like the furnace area. It was okay. like on that other side. That was a whole mess. Yeah, so he locked, uh, but he ties him up and blindfolds him like um, if Alan is able to convince me that you don't need to die then I'll let you go because you haven't seen me you don't know who I am <laughs> whatever if uh, I was Alan I would have just said you know what bro whatever I, <laughs> I, I can't I can't at this way are you going to let me free because if you're not like I don't I don't want to sit here and help you with whatever it is that you're doing like this is so nuts it makes no sense like yeah yeah. Especially when he actually killed when he ended up killing him. Yeah. And, and Alan that's what was he does. He like he can't right there. hold it in anymore and he kills him in front of Alan, yeah. And, and his um, and then Alan calling his mama, like she gonna come down there like, Stop it, Sam. You know, and he gonna listen. Right. But he she ain't. did come down like trying to stop him, but he don't listen. He was out of yeah, listen. And she just kept on going with her life once he okay, there's another one. And, How are you gonna uh, put this body? <laughs> right, right, because he was gonna <laughs> bury the body in the house, and like you was about to say, Alan um, convinced him that Jewish people they needed a body in order, you know, to, to move save the line. Body. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's important, and that was actually smart because even though he didn't do it for that fellow. When he eventually did kill Alan, because where else are you going to go with this? Yeah, yeah. If you haven't figured he, it out, he did do him no right. Out, but there's no out. You will eventually have to die. But uh, this was he killed several people. He killed a lot on of the people. Road to killing uh, Alan. He, he killed, was a killer. Yeah, he killed the the dude at the restaurant, even yep. though he was trying to talk him out of by telling him about his life and who he was. Yeah, Sam wasn't trying to hear it. Um, nope. He killed his boss because he felt like his boss uh, talked down to him and he wasn't for the right thing. Eventually yep. killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, all, while, all while his therapist is locked in the basement trying, and then he comes and pulls up in the chair with like uh, the chair that he stole back from his girlfriend. <laughs> it was his. We had uh, we, they had like Alan sent him, Alan sent him to her, uh, you know, yeah. trying to Give him a little perspective. Hey, go find something to do with your time. You need you got idle time. That's why you're thinking about killing. Go talk to your ex-wife. And uh, she's like, "Why are you here? Like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I divorced you. Like, we're not together. I don't understand why you're in my house right now." <laughs> that part. She did look annoyed. Like, what? <laughs> so you're in therapy, and uh, your therapist told you to come to me. Why? I don't understand why need my chair <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> so this so this show went 
from it it showed all of Sam's individual kills. It showed Alan trying to talk him off the wheel. And and then he was even tried to make an uh, a weapon which you knew he wasn't going to use it. And it it was just like it was I liked it. I liked it in the beginning because it was so hot. The first few episodes was so I was so there for it. But in the middle, friend, honestly, it kind of let me down. It started fizzing out slowly to where I start. I was watching it to be like, okay, so are you gonna let him out or not? Nah? Yeah, <laughs> no, no. yeah. I was watching it to uh, see how many people you was gonna kill before the therapist wound up dead. Because I really thought, I really thought that uh, eventually Alan was gonna kill himself. I felt like he was gonna get tired of yeah. playing this game. Like, okay, what are we doing? Especially when yeah. he started trying to make the weapon. I'm like, okay, so you're going to take your own life because you got to know at this point that you're not getting out of here. Like, because he kept talking to him and he was trying to, you know, fill him out, trying to see where his head was at with, in respect to him getting out or letting him go. Especially once he realized the mama was no help. She is no help, not going to help you at all. Don't even right. consider that option. And no. Uh, because she yeah. wanted her son. Like, yeah, she thought she he would be normal someday. That mama was crazy from daddy uh, doing whatever he did. I really yeah. was thinking that he was going to go and kill his daddy, but uh, yeah, And that, that wound up it. being the whole root of the problem, that he was abused by his father. Him and his mother was abused by his father, and his father was so abusive that they come to the conclusion that he was killing his father over and over. So he decided that if I kill my father then I'll stop killing. After he felt like Alan told him to go kill his daddy. <laughs> yeah, he did. Even though he, it was just, oh my God. It, it's a, it was just so many interesting things to take away from the show. It was just kind of like, uh, be careful how you talk to people, I guess. Yeah, he felt like <laughs> Alan told him to kill his father because of some video he had seen of another serial killer who decided yeah. that killing his mother was therapeutic and that helped him once he once the other the other serial killer killed his mother then he turned himself in he's like oh really that's it took all of that burden off of me i can go ahead and turn myself in for all these killings i had done and he thought alan I mean, i'm sorry not alan but uh sam felt like if he killed his father then maybe he would feel that relief too that relief too yeah, yeah. even though it was that seed that was implanted by his father when he was young and and then it just got worse and he went over to the dark side yeah that was crazy. That he was all he was always different so he probably he had that in him from it's the weird beginning. yeah yeah so some people are just born like that yeah eventually <laughs> um Alan start. I mean, Sam started looking for another therapist to replace this therapist that he was going. That to was kill. funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, Alan did kind of break here and there. He had moments where he was standing up for himself. Like he had moments when I feel like he was like, "F this, yeah. I'm just gonna do it." You know? Yeah. I'm those talking to this when he was talking to his therapist in his yes. own head. <laughs> That's where he felt strong and he felt yeah. old at the same time. Like, oh, I'm old. I can't do nothing to save me nothing just sitting in this basement he but you know what sam did provide him with delicious meals he did that's what he said the best part of being kidnapped is this food i can't take nothing away from the food <laughs> <laughs> whatever you looking for you can have you know whatever whatever you want he had it yeah. okay and okay let's fast forward to the ending um he killed a bunch of people uh he ended up giving up on the new therapist 
And uh, Alan, Alan had a lot of pivotal moments where he had some very good points that somehow stuck with Sam. Because at the end, after he killed Alan and provided and left the body somewhere it could be seen, not only did he send the, well, he put the letters in the his mailbox that he wrote to his kids for his kids to have and um, and provided a body so they can have a proper funeral. And then he went back home and chained himself to the basement because he realized he was, in fact, the monster. Never gonna, yeah, never going to stop killing. But I felt like Alan had, um, he had gave up at that point, like before he killed him, because he was like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to live here for 10 years. I'm not going to be in your basement for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, I guess technically he was, but but not for 10 more years however long my life is and um he pushed sam to the limit where he uh forced him to kill yeah he did because he started that's when he started getting reckless saying whatever you know he kind of he was over it and he was like you could tell like he was planting new seeds and i'm like okay and it was cool that sam did the right thing by him because he could have very well left his family not knowing how his father felt not knowing his thoughts or in a place of where they couldn't have peace so he at least given given the letters the notebooks that he wrote and all the stuff he wrote for his kids and making sure they had the body and chaining itself up but the question for me is with the mama I mean, she's so dumb. In my head, I'm thinking, like, you didn't change yourself up to the basement. What if something happened to her? You just gonna be sitting here chained up? Nobody, like, how you gonna get out? This wasn't a good plan. He had the key. I ain't see what he did with it, but he had it. He gave it to her. Oh, did he give it to her? Okay. I didn't see what he did with the key. I knew he had it at some point. But, yeah. I mean, ain't nobody else gonna know he's down there. She's gonna take care of him. Even though you you really far away from the bathroom. He probably got he gonna have that same bucket that Alan had, I guess. Yep. Yeah, and that's now you it, putting that burden on his mama. I'm not doing right. that. I would have been like, you you ain't think this through. Maybe you should have just locked yourself in the house. <laughs> you know, keep that here. Right. Just stay in now. I'll take your car away. Like, let's go sell your car or something. <laughs> you just put a padlock on this room. You need some space or something. Nah, bro. I had to call the people on my crazy ass son. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come get him. Come get him. Yeah, he probably ain't even gonna be eating good like uh, the, the right. doctor was. His mama yeah, ain't going to get mama, nothing. Right, don't know about all them spots he knew about because he was an inspector. Right. The only thing she could do was make some. Did she make him like eggs or something? Yeah, she was making breakfast. That's you got it. Got your breakfast together. All day breakfast. Like... <laughs> I hopper wherever you go <laughs> all day breakfast cracker barrel you can have it all day but yeah um my overall thoughts of this series let's see uh I will give this series a I'm gonna give it an eight because it started off so good it's a good storyline could it have ended sooner yes like it could have ended for me it would have probably ended the moment I woke up and was in that basement and then maybe a couple of days later when I realized it wasn't nothing I could do but I feel like I would have figured something out because we ain't, we ain't going to keep doing this every day. Yeah. So you gave it a, a 8? 
Yeah, because it started off so hot and it had my interest. Like, I was waiting for the episodes to load on Hulu every week. Like, I never watch certain... I don't watch shows that don't pique my interest on time. If it pique my interest, I'll watch it when it's supposed to be watched. But if it don't, I'll watch it whenever. And I actually watched this one. But midway through, I think I told you, like, I was looking at it and I'm like, man, I just got to finish it because I was invested. I started it, so... Eight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I give it. I'm gonna go with like a seven, only because, like you said, it could have ended sooner. Like they dropped yeah. it out. It could have been like seven, six, seven episodes. Because in, in those middle episodes, all you was finding out was that he's killing other people. They could have went to the, you know, they you doing this because of the things that happened to you with your father and all of that. But I do feel like had it been me. I would have tried some other stuff. I would have broke those glasses. I would have been in there like uh, MacGyver. Can we get this <laughs> lock? <laughs> he's trying to, try to get in there with the plastic fork. And, and Sam laughed at him like, what you thought you was going to do with this plastic fork? Like <laughs> That part right there. <laughs> but I, I feel like it, you didn't, like I would have had more options or at least tried them. And yeah, I'm not going to play your game. You would have been ready to kill me a lot sooner than that because I'm not going to be in your, in your therapy sessions and you're going to kill me anyway. What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Like, f- thanks. Like, I'm not going to sit there every day to try to help you. Like, every day, if I'm in my mental head uh, therapy session talking to my, my ghost therapist, we're going to have a discussion about how I'm getting out. And it don't have nothing to do with convincing you anything because it's no it's no win for you here. It was no win for him the moment he woke up chained to that bed. Yep. So. It was over. I uh, Yeah, so that's my overall thoughts on the show, on that series. And uh, if he came back, I would probably watch it because I want to know if he gonna get unchained from this bed, I feel like he is, and but where they go with it, I don't know. So, yeah, I feel like there is nowhere to go because yeah, even if he does get unchained from the floor, you already know what's gonna happen. You know, yeah, you're a killer. Gonna, so either yeah. you're gonna continue to kill or you're gonna get caught. So, one way or the other, there's a finale. Yeah, that's true. I don't think it needs a season two. So. Nope. It was fine. Good character though. It had uh it had David Allen Greer in there. He was the ghost therapist. He was uh I, I like him. He's a fellow uh Detroit native. Shout out to David Allen Greer. Um the uh Steve Carell was the therapist. Yeah, I, I love everything he does. The office ever would be great. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Sam, I've seen him in something, but I don't remember. I mean, he's been in a couple of things, but I can't place him. I just know yeah, I've seen I don't him. remember seeing him in anything. But... He's a good upcoming actor because he did a good job on this role. So shout out yeah, to him. Yeah, he definitely played the crazy dude really well. He did uh, He did a great. I hope we don't get stereotypes, sort of like uh, <laughs> the dude I like that be on American Horror Story. Um Evan Peters, like he gets stereotyped into these roles, and it's like, I mean, he's a really good actor, like you know, to go that dark with American Horror Stories and come out unscathed is <laughs> hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So shout out to them. Um, 
we would like to know our question this week is going to be what are your thoughts about um, the, the series? Like, you know, share your overall thoughts. What would you have done differently? How what would your escape plan look like if you would have escaped or would you just feel like, I don't care. Boss to the walls. You're going to get to hear whatever I got to say. And good luck, serial killer. Let's get it on because you ain't <laughs> letting me out. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so let us know on Anchor FM or um, you can go to um, our kickingitwithyourgirls.com page and let us know how you felt about the uh, series. So there it is. Uh, Let's see, friend. Um, What do we have going on Um, next week? We will be kicking it with uh, Coil from Visit Vegas Places. Um, It should be a good time. Always is. And uh, he shares so much knowledge. And then uh, what else we got going on, friend? Um, that's about it. I mean, we're getting close to Thanksgiving. It's close to time to eat. That's all I got. I don't know. What if you want like? to send us a message. Oh, if you want to send us a message or send us what you're making or a picture or whatever you want to share, in, um, you know, to celebrate Thanksgiving, you can send us a message on kickingitwithyourgirls.com or Kicking It With Your Girls podcast on Instagram, Facebook, or Kicking It With in underscore A on the Twitter. Friend. Yes. What kind of quote do you have to go with this? Let's see what I got going on. All right, let's see. People in therapy are often in therapy to deal with the people in their lives who won't go to therapy. And that's from (laughs) Mind Journal. That's true, though, because when you go in there, you be talking about all these people that you be like, darn it, if they can have a therapist, this world would be so much better. So much better. I need to talk to you about all these people in my life that need therapy. How would you even, like, how would, if you had a friend that you know you go to therapy, how would you say, friend, you need therapy? You'd be like, oh, I go talk to my therapist all the time. Have you ever thought about doing that? <laughs> Let me slide you this number. Like <laughs> talk. Come talk to them. Uh yeah. Don't kidnap your therapist though. So <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> That's not a good plan. Not a good plan. There is no upside to that. It's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nobody's winning here. <laughs> well, um, as always, we thank you guys for listening. Um we uh, want you to share with a friend to share with another friend so we can all be friends and um, yeah we're going to kick it with you next week friend that's it alright later